Welcome to another deep drive into old cars in the driveway with automotive journalist Jim Motivale and me, Peter Bush. Yes, this is Jim Motivale, and uh, I am the host with Peter Bush of the brand new podcast called Old Cars in the Driveway. This is the first inaugural edition of it. And uh, we just started, uh, Peter and I started talking. We're both uh, old radio guys that also love old cars. You know, we've been at it for a long time. And wait a minute, wait a minute. You're the older radio guy. I'm the older radio okay. guy. You're the. You just only recently started out in the field, but you know, I've been at it for decades. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a new podcast about something automotive. Oh my God, what have they done? <laughs> well, I, I actually started out hearing you at. Um, I've, I've heard, of course, heard you on the radio many times, but. I then heard you through the loudspeakers at Caffeine and Carburetors in New Canaan, Connecticut, which is a sort of ad hoc old car show. And I thought, you know, this guy actually has some knowledge about it. He's not just directing you to the hot dog stand and telling you where the restrooms are. And that's kind of rare. Usually they're blasting the 50s music and they say, don't forget about the raffle. And <laughs> yeah, no, no, <laughs> whatever. It's not, that, it's not all that edifying. So you didn't think you you think despite what others had said that he's an empty suit, you actually uh, there was something redeeming. Is that it? Is that it? Yeah, I had actually been uh, you know misled about you, <laughs> and I found out <laughs> you were quite a bit different from what I'd heard. <laughs> My <laughs> reputation precedes me. <laughs> so uh, how did you how did you get involved in this old car thing anyway? You know, it just caffeine and carburetors just came about because Doug decided one day when he opened his. Zumbox Gourmet Coffee Shop on Pine Street in New Canaan in 1995. He was kind of kicking around with ideas on how to promote, you know, maybe uh, bring some more people into the to the new store. And he's a car guy, and I was a car guy, and we obviously had a lot in common there. Uh, we hit it off pretty quickly. And he said, you know what, I'd like to do like a car show. He said, but I'd like to do it on Sunday mornings. You know, something different. People can just gather, have coffee, chat, and make it kind of a social event versus a, you know, a cruise night or something like that, which certainly was not paramount in his mind. So he, we did it once. We advertised it in the newspaper because, you know, the internet was uh, AOL, you know, 1.0 at best, which means there was virtually nobody on there. And um, so we had the show and about 35 cars showed up on a Sunday morning. And we thought, well, that was great. That was fun. They hung around for two or three hours and, you know, it's camaraderie, no sponsors, no nothing, just to, just some folks, you know, um, chilling. And uh, but the funny thing is, that was it. It was a one off. And it's that was the end of it. And then in 2008, um, a couple of guys uh, were sitting around chatting about cars again. And they said, geez, Doug, you know, how come you haven't done another caffeine and carburetors? I mean, I remember that. That was great. You should really try that now with the internet. The word will get out and this and that. So we did it. We did it that way. The internet has, you know, it was 2008 and we had a promotional meeting. We said, let's do this and we'll get the word out. We'll spread it. To, you know, we'll take some ads out in the paper, of course, and maybe we'll do a little bit of radio or something and, and pre-promote this event. Well, you know what? Another 35 cars showed up on that Sunday morning. We thought, okay, well, let's try it again. And then we did another one and we went, went through the same scenario again. And then, well, it was about a hundred cars and then a hundred became 200. And then a year later it became 350. And then 
by the fourth or fifth year, we're up to six or 700 cars. And, and I don't know what it is, Jim. It just, it, maybe it's the tenor of it, maybe of the fact that it's relaxed and it's not a judged event. It's not a cruise night. Um, it was something new and different. It was, it's just a hang, if you know what I mean. Well, the old car hobby has definitely exploded and the prices for for um, older cars, particularly uh, the revered classics, as well as rest of mods have gone up incredibly. And we're oh, going to yeah. be talking about that with our first guest in just a moment. And we've also had the rise of the online auctions, which, of course, was spurred by COVID initially. But I think it's taken on a life of its own. And uh, some of the uh, online auctions, particularly Bring a Trailer, have really become central to a lot of people buying old cars. And there was a feeling that, well, people wouldn't really buy an old car without being able to see it. But that has proved to be false. And people have paid you know, millions of dollars for cars on, on some of the online auctions. So it's, uh, uh, it's, it's crazy. Um, I've never seen anything like it. I'm sure you and I have not witnessed anything like that. We've been around for a while. Um, bring a trailer is super hot. Um, you know, now you've got cars and bids, uh, with Doug tomorrow, uh, that, 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 that site's doing quite well for him. You know, he turned a, a YouTube, uh, a career into, uh, a, a car reselling career and he's got his own site now. And, and I think there's, there's probably five or six of them, but the big, the, you know, the big gun is, is bring a trailer. Um, the big gun in, 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 um, in the auctions, of course, is, uh, the legendary Barrett Jackson, which, which will be, you know, this is the subject of uh, this podcast, if I may, uh, Tip up, tip everybody off at this point, and 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 what's going on with bring it uh, with uh, with uh, Barrett Jackson, but yeah, I mean prices are way up, uh, and I don't think that's going to change. And the hobby is uh, exploding. Can I just? We have like a minute left. Do you have uh, old cars yourself? What do you what do, we what do you a, love? Briefly, we have a 1929 Ford Model A Cabriolet that my father bought in 1953 um from a guy who was needed money to one of his colleagues needed money for uh his honeymoon the guy said um look you know the, it's 200 dollars." my father gave him 300 that's the kind of uh, guy my dad was and so we still have that in the family i've had 120 cars since 1971 <laughs> and i don't particularly care to to go down some long-winded list oh of yeah those. so let's let's just stop like, there i probably have just, had the same yeah can, we, yeah can we move on can we just yeah. <laughs> i i own a saab i own a mercedes and no, that was your model. first mistake the saab was your first mistake <laughs> that's right i have saab stories you, i could you go know, on saab stories you know what that's what everybody had that's a real <laughs> saab story yeah <laughs> all right well we are now going to uh proceed to the interview with uh craig jackson of the barrett jackson and he's got some fairly important news about the sale of the auction house so uh, Peter, let's go. Let's go to that particular tape. All right, breaking news. Yes, Craig Jackson. We're talking to Craig Jackson of uh, Barrett Jackson, and there's momentous news on their front. Uh, the company IMG just acquired a majority stake in Barrett Jackson, and um, why, why this now, um, Craig? Well, I think as they look, there's such excitement in. The post-pandemic, everybody wanted to get back to live events. I really want to build the event side of the company. And between IMG, the parent company, Endeavor, there's nobody better on the planet. The things that they do on a grand scale, 
will enable Barrett Jackson, the brand, to expand globally in many different areas as we already are, a lifestyle event, and that's what they build. Peter, you were going to ask, uh, you're pretty familiar with what uh, IMG does. Why don't you ask about that? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, certainly uh, that's, a, that's a great pairing. I mean, they are a promotional uh, monster. Um, uh, and that's an, I say that in a positive way. Um, the synergy going forward, would there be a lot of wholesale changes? Does it modify what we see in a Barrett-Jackson auction? Um, and what is uh, IMG's interest in what, what Barrett-Jackson auctions will look like in the future? Well, without giving the business plan away, I think okay. in the release where, you, you know, where Ari talks, I mean, they're looking at this, I am under IMG, but they're looking at sharing the resources across all of Endeavor. And they have a lot of assets to bring to the table from uh, the amount of sponsorships. Uh, they are just in everything other than the cars that I do at Barrett Jackson, they're right. the best at. So <laughs> focus on the cars, partnerships, marketing, all the live events. And I can't really say, but we have a lot of plans, content, media. I mean, when you look at the William Morris Endeavor side of everybody they represent, all the media and intertwining that with IMG and the lifestyle that they represent, you know, with the uh, freeze art festivals. And, you know, you look at uh, the fashion uh, week in New York and all the other entities where I've used to have fashion shows at Barrett Jackson. And it's just a lot of things that it's hard for me to keep taking it to another level without a global partner. And these guys will allow me to take it to another level and take it worldwide. And I'm super excited about it. This was my choice to do this. And I think now is the time. And, uh, you know, while I've still got some gas in my tank, I want to take yeah. it to the next level. <laughs> Is it true, uh, uh, Craig, that you intend to, it certainly sounds like you intend to be fully involved moving forward? I am staying CEO, chairman. Steve Davis is staying president, running the car side. What right. this allows us to do is really focus on the cars and let them focus on everything else with the team leaders we have, but the funnel that they have, that it opens up. And the amount of phone calls, what I was real impressed is hearing is the amount of phone calls they got right after the release. People want to, yeah, from internal, we want to do this. We want to do that. They're truly excited. And uh, this comes from the top down on both me at Barrett Jackson, Ari Emanuel, and uh, Paul, who runs IMG. Everybody is, and Mark also, who's the president and uh you know, Shapiro, everybody, when they came yeah. to Scottsdale and looked at it, they're like, we love what you built. Now let's take it to Barrett Jackson 3.0. My parents were 1.0. I took it over to 2.0 the last 25 years. And now we're going to launch it into space on 3.0. Wow. Uh, no, I, it, 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 sounds, uh, it sounds tremendous. I mean, when we think back now, 50 plus years, uh, a tremendous legacy uh, you have brought, not only um, you have opened up a massive chapter uh, in, in the automotive enthusiast space. As you know, this is a huge space. It has yep. grown since the pandemic. 
to yep. a multi, multi, multi-billion dollar space. And people yep. are coming into it. We're seeing young people go into it. And, uh, and I think that uh, the tremendous legacy and the quality of Barrett-Jackson uh, can only serve to help IMG's uh, broad-based image on where they want to expand to and why they're partnering with you. They see, I mean, I guess Jim and I have been both to the Mohegan Sun shows. I mean, we, we know what this is about. I've watched, I can't tell you how many hours <laughs> I've watched Barrett-Jackson auctions. It's the class of the field and uh, a hearty congratulations. And, and, you know, we look forward to 3.0. Yeah, Jim? Yeah, definitely. You know, I got the sense in the going to the, the ones uh, in the uh, Mohegan Sun that you create sort of a family atmosphere that you don't have to be in there bidding on the cars. You can be out there doing some fun activity Absolutely. while the other people are bidding. And I think that with their experience, you know, I went to the uh, Miami Open and saw the presentation that they put on there and took my ops team. We're just excited when people, it won't all happen at once, but you know, when we walked around and looked at stuff together, we could do this. We could do this. Why don't we do this? Exactly. And, uh, you know, and Carolyn, my wife, had a lot of great ideas. And they just said, yeah, we do that. We have a whole division that does that. So, uh, you know, having a global partner, uh, IMG and uh, Mark McCormick, when he first started, I was in awe of what he built since Ari Emanuel has acquired it and put it under the Endeavor umbrella and all the other assets that we now have to work with. And don't mind it, all the sports representation as well as all the talent representation. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. 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 It is absolutely huge. It's Our IMG. thing is prioritizing all the opportunities. Yeah, gosh. Hey, you know what? Maybe there'll be a Barrett Jackson Formula One sponsorship. <laughs> we did indie this year yeah i saw that i yeah. saw that that was awesome yeah we were running second third for quite a while till the pit stop turns so we were excited that was fun being there there's a lot you know i who knows what the sky is the limit is the way i feel now i yeah. think you know you get to a certain point where you keep doing it keep doing it, you're making incremental changes now we're going to make leaps and bounds Craig, are you seeing uh, something that Peter mentioned earlier, more young people um, coming to the auctions and bidding on the cars? And what, what are they, what kind of cars are they showing an interest in? Well, funny you should ask. So, you know, we, we acquired a classic car network for a few reasons. One, for more digital to, to really cover online auctions marketplace, but it also allowed us to get the future event car, future collector car show, which we're going to grow at Barrett Jackson. And, you know, like when we sold Paul Walker's cars, you're really starting to see those 90s cars into the, you know, early 2000s really coming alive nowadays. The Japanese cars, but also the European cars, the specialty cars. And that's what our car show focuses on. So we are very much into that. You know, when I took over the company, I got criticized a lot because I started ch changing the mix of cars from the classics to the muscle cars. And I can remember even when Tom Barrett was still alive, I remember when those were new cars. Yep. <laughs> they were. That's <laughs> awesome. And there's guys nowadays that'll say the same thing about a 2000, you know, or a, a 1990s, but the yeah. kids 
that are growing up and lusting for them. You know, and I bought my first new car, which was a 97 Viper. You know, I bought it because I figured we'll never make 500 horsepower cars for very long. You know, now we're making 1,000 horsepower cars. And kids will love all that stuff that first made that turn. You're seeing Buick GNXs bringing great money. You're going to see all sorts of those 80s cars really ringing the bell. I am still having trouble seeing a Cordoba as a classic car, but, you know, maybe that's just me. No, <laughs> no, no, I, I, I don't see a, a 79 Cordoba as, no. No. They may resto-mod it or electrify it. Who knows? Oh. Yeah, no. Hey, speaking speaking of electrifying, I think it's, uh, it, you know, interesting with young people coming in and, and uh, showing new appreciation for, you know, the classics, for the ICE cars, uh, as, yep. as the, some of, you know, the, the EV world has came up with the ICE, uh, an acronym or whatever it is. Um, it, it's it, this, um, this appreciation for what we have now and what we have had and grown up with. Um, doesn't seem to be waning at all. I mean, we're allowing, uh, you know, a seismic change worldwide, I think, um, with, uh, with, with, with the increased um, uh, production of electric vehicles. I mean, this can only really help uh, solidify how important this whole era is, this chapter that we've grown up in. Um, these, were, th these were the great times. And, and I think a lot, of, it's so great to see new generations appreciating that. Absolutely. You know, why I think resto mods and, you know, in the market nowadays, numbers matching blue chip cars are ringing the bell, but so are resto mods. And you're going to start seeing resto mods more and more evolving with electric motor resto mods. People love the look of a certain car, but they want it, you know, for whatever reason to be their own interpretation. And we are selling electrified resto uh, resto mods, electro mods, as we have turned them. And uh, that's another wave that's coming. If you are just tuning in, uh, I'm Jim Motivalli, and I'm with Peter Bush. We're talking to Craig Jackson, who's the CEO of Barrett Jackson. They are um, being acquired a majority stake from IMG, and we're talking about that and the classic car scene in general. And uh, yeah, so what are some events you have coming up soon, uh, Craig? Uh, well, our next auction is in Houston, and uh, last year was the first time it was there. It's, uh, you know, we came out of the box in Houston with a great sale. In the start of the week, we had a hurricane blow through. So this year, we moved a little later. We're the 20th through the 22nd of October, uh, so we get past that that season. But people came out and uh, prices were great. And we have so many great uh, customers from the state of Texas. And they're just super enthusiastic that we came to Texas. That's our next event. And uh, not to time this recording, but uh, I'm getting ready to hop on a plane and head to Monterey. So yeah, you know what? Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. It's Monterey Car Week. I, I imagine that's that's going to be such exciting news. It's, you know, it's going to break just about that time. I'm sure yep. you're going to be... Uh, you're going to be the most uh, talked to guy at the show. Yeah. Everybody wants to know what's next. So stay tuned. And uh, you know, I, I'm super excited about this partnership. Yes. They did acquire majority because they're a public company, but they, this is really deemed within the company as a partnership of two great brands coming together with their umbrella of 
all the talent and resources that they have to supercharge Barrett Jackson. You know, it, it uh, uh, and, and gosh, I just think that, uh, that going forward, there are just so many possibilities like you, uh, you, you've talked about. And one of the things, you know, I've, I've been doing car shows here on the uh, Northeast for 15 years. We have one of the biggest shows uh, locally, actually. It's called Caffeine Carburetors in Canaan, Connecticut. And I'm looking at this, and, and we don't see anything waning at all. We, 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 we're getting, we continually get bigger. Um, you know, the prices are, are still, uh, still ele elevated, I think, to a respectable degree. Um, there's, no, there's no stopping this enthusiast space. Do you, do you see it waning at any time in the near future? I don't. No, I don't. And, yeah. you know, whether we go into recession, we don't go into recession, People have been penned up. People want to go out and enjoy life. People want to get back to normal. And uh, cars are a good part of that. That's why I feel very bullish about the future. What do you think about, uh, Craig, the, the possibilities for online auctions? Do you think that's going to grow? I think it grew quickly during the pandemic. I think people still want, you know, why we differentiate ourselves is, Coming to the auction and buying a car is just part of it. Coming there for the lifestyle, the festival, but also buying a car in front of all your friends live on TV and with the new partner, it'll be everywhere, trust me. Um, <laughs> so they are the kings of media. So we're going to yeah, You, get, you often get free samples too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are there I any cars you want to mention? This, this uh, was a Craig, dream come true. Are there any cars you want to mention that you think uh, you're particularly bullish on that the prices are likely to go up on? I know you do this, uh, you put out lists like that. You know, I think across the board, you've seen the, you know, everybody thought muscle cars were sort of flat. We sold that Superbird for, you know, Hammer 1.5, 1.65 and, uh, in Vegas, blue chip cars are continuing, whether it's muscle cars, it'll be interesting in Monterey. They stack the deck pretty heavy there and uh, across the board in Ferraris and pre-war classics, but great stuff. You know, and I think everybody is looking for some place to put their cash where it won't depreciate. And, uh, you know, they, they want stuff that they've always dreamed about. I think the pandemic also taught us we're not gonna live forever. And that's the way I feel. That's why I wanted to do this deal coming out of the pandemic. I want to work smarter, not harder, and I want to enjoy life, and I want to enjoy running my business and grow it. And will you have will you have a more cars? Yeah, yeah. Will you have a chance to kind of kick back a little bit, take some time out, or or you know you're going to be full on 3.0 is going to be just like 2.0. Well, I'm going to at some point I got to back off, throw out a little, but during the whole integration and getting everything up, and I look yeah, yeah. forward to. As me running the company, working more just with the car department and the media and letting them run an awful lot of stuff that they're the best in the world. So, I mean, really they are. So Here, Here's a car result that I thought was eye-opening, which was the sale of a 1993 Saab 900 turbo convertible with 245 miles on it for $145,000, which oh is so God. much above the amount of i've heard of any sob selling for i mean it, it means the sky's kind of the limit in top end sales i guess you know when we've sold those kind of things when you get a low mileage car steve 
we sold a Pinto for a crazy number and it had no miles on it. Steve Davis goes, when we were up on the auction block, he goes, mark my words, the guy that bought it, that was his first car. We went down and interviewed the guy and it was his first car <laughs> and the back bidder came up and it was his first car too. <laughs> It was my first, it was one of my first cars. And I guarantee you, whoever bought that Saab, that was their first car and they wanted a brand new one again. You're exactly that, right, Craig. The guy who bought it, it was his first car. Bingo. That is a cancer. <laughs> listen, that, that Pinto may have exploded when somebody hit it in the rear, but with the two liter engine, it was a two liter Ford engine. That yep. thing actually, that thing would burn rubber in second gear. I mean, it was, it was a, it was an awful automobile. It was hideous, but I loved it because I could, I could pull some of my friends in that little thing. You know, everybody remembers their first car. I still have my first car. I'm resto modding it right now as we speak. I kept it all these years and it's got a place in your heart. And whenever we have those low mileage in the wrapper cars, Steve's like original guy that had it first or woman, that's who's going to buy it. <laughs> but you have to ask the question though is it's not like buying the car new the car is still 30 40 years old and it's had the uh effect of having sat around a long time um i think people may may have a unrealistic view of what it's going to be like to actually own that thing i think what happens so a gentleman that worked in our office uh had a uh, corolla and he went and found one on ebay low mileage everything and i tell this to people when they buy a vintage muscle car you know that's all original and they go they take it out and drive it go this thing won't stop it doesn't steer it's this <laughs> it's exactly the way it was in 70 and the guy that worked here came back and goes now i remember why i sold this thing he goes you know technology got better along and he, he drove a corolla for quite a while but he goes that model he goes i remember all the little quirky things about it now that I drove it again. <laughs> yeah. Sure, you <laughs> tend to get starry-eyed. Yeah, I can see where that would happen. Starry-eyed, you I mean, forget about it, idiosyncrasies and technology. Yeah. And in the, in, the, in the pandemic, I mean, look what happened with things like it, every Toyota's valuations are up on every Toyota. I mean, you buy a, you have a five-year-old Toyota truck. The Toyota dealer called you during the pandemic saying, you know what? I'll give you what you paid for. <laughs> yep. I mean, it, it's this market has been absolutely, it's been insane. It, it's really been remarkable. It has. And I think you're going to see segments of this continuing. That's why we're bullish on this market. And uh, IMG Endeavor did their due diligence deeply into the market, the profiles, the demographics, everything. And they're like, this is not a, a flash in the pan. This is continuing. This is and what I built is what they really loved, an automotive lifestyle event that they can add all the other stuff to it. But it's it's Americana. It's pulp culture. That's mm -hmm. telling. Craig, uh, maybe this could be the last question, but I, it seems to me like you're somebody who has looks forward to going to work every day. I do. You know, I'm a. Uh, as my wife would say, I get bored in an avalanche, so I like to keep myself. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm always restoring a couple, three cars while running the company and uh, doing multitasking. And that's the way I grew up. And if I'm not, I'm bored. You know, doesn't mean at yeah. some point I want to slow down. But 
right now I'm just super excited about integrating uh, with IMG Endeavors companies and all the different people that we've met. And I tell you this, I mean this, when we were meeting with all the people and my staff meeting with their staff, everybody came back and said, they're some of the smartest, nicest people they've ever dealt with. And I think that comes from the way Ari has hired the best and brightest and the I've tried to do the same and merging these companies together. I'm going to be even more excited to come to work every day. <laughs> well, you know, both, I, I, yeah, both companies have a, a, a tremendous uh, image, IMG, um, of being successful, well-run. I mean, it's brilliant. And uh, I'm excited about it for you. I think it's great. You, you guys are great. You've done a lot. You, you, you turned you turned the... I mean, you guys brought this hobby to, to television, to every living room in the country, in the world. Yep. And, and, and I, I can't think, I mean, personally, I can't thank you enough for what you've done for, for the hobby, for the culture. Uh, and if you, the synergy is there for the two companies to go forward and just make things better. Well, it doesn't surprise me because they're both brilliant companies, Barrett Jackson and IMG it speaks for themselves. Well, and Craig, I, I've always appreciated the way your company makes sure that the cars you sell are what is represented. And uh, I think previously we've talked about the process you go through to, uh, you know, authenticating them. And certainly with muscle cars, it can be a big swamp. I mean, oh yeah, I have the best <laughs> experts look, look them over. And it's a sifting process from when they first send us the pictures. And we get, as we say, it's like mining. We get the big chunks out of the way early. But then you get down into the real fine stuff when they get there. And we get, we get the experts, take them back to our tent, put them up on a lift and break the gloves out and have at it. And uh, we tell the owners a whole lot more about their car than normally they know. But that's, we, we believe in this hobby. We, we sell cars that it is what it is. And it doesn't mean we sell all numbers matching cars, but if you say it's numbers matching, uh, we're Missouri, show me, prove it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's stop there. This is uh, Jim Motivale and with Peter Bush. Thank you very much, Craig Jackson again. Thank you, Craig. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. See you soon. <laughs>